0: Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben Childs and uh, we don't have any Hector today, you couldn't make it, but um, it's all good. We've got another great show for you, episode 26. We're really uh, racking them up here. It's, um, it's almost like, let me see, so 52, yeah, we're about halfway through, the, through a year. There's about six months worth of shows. So, um, yeah, we've really been enjoying doing it and uh, what have I been doing this week? Um, I have a friend visiting from out of town who 's uh, staying on our couch and If you follow this uh, follow this podcast you 'll know that uh, my couch is rarely free of people and it 's finally uh, and it 's got someone back on there again so big up jen i don 't know if you uh, are going to listen I know that Jen our friend has listened to a couple of these, so i 'll tell her to listen to this one. Big up, Jen. How's it going? <laughs> 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 All right. So we have uh, Lee and Scott from Fall Victim. How are you doing, guys? Yeah, <laughs> We're doing, doing
1: great. Thanks for having
0: us. Yeah, cool. No, it's my pleasure. Um, you know, I've known about you guys sort of a little bit from afar, so it's nice to uh, finally meet you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, the, it's crazy. Lee and Scott. It's uh, the, Lee Scott is the name of, of my best friend, and I have his name tattooed on my knuckles which is crazy (laughs) (laughs) yeah we just figured that out right before we uh started so um i'm never ever going to forget your names which is pretty cool um yeah so uh why don't we get right into this um you in full victim which is uh like a really awesome local like alt rock kind of emo type punk band and um i don't want to use i don't want to throw these words out there and, and and give people sort of any kind of uh you know reason to think it's one thing or another. I've listened to music and it's really rocking and fantastic. So I'm really stoked to have you guys here. Yeah. 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 Man. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: Pleasure's ours for sure. Yeah. It's
1: definitely, I think like throwing those terms out there, genres, um, (laughs) <laughs> we were joking earlier. Matters. Well, we were joking earlier about like the whole emo thing and yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. Emo uh. to
0: certain people, emo can have a bit of bad connotations. And the thing that we were talking about actually was that you know, and what Justin, um, who's on the boards back there, said very rightly is that you know the emo fad produced some some pretty bad bands, but emo as a genre.
1: There's some fantastic band. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. A emo short for emotional, right? So exactly, like, yeah, yeah. You bring emotion into the music, into the lyrics, all that sort of stuff. But, yeah, no, I think we're, um, if we were to put ourselves in a corner, we're definitely more in the alt-rock uh, cool. sort of realm, pop-punk. Yeah. Right? And uh, that's... he's an emotional guy. So <laughs> <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, hey, in there, you know? So <laughs> But in order to write this stuff, you know, you gotta you gotta explore emotions, you gotta explore the thoughts and um, Absolutely, you know, all that
0: yeah. Sort of stuff. Yeah. You know, most of the best music is written from from feeling strongly enough about something to write a song about it, you know. So yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think uh you know, no or virtually no music is devoid of emotion. Maybe craft work. <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything that's got an accordion in it. You know? <laughs> uh, the, the second <laughs> Killbillies album has an accordion all over it. Oh I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. It's all right. There was this do you remember Gary Larson that um the, commi- the Oh the, yeah? The, the far the, side. Yeah. There <laughs> was this one really great um thing that he had which was uh welcome to hell welcome to heaven here's your, your here's harp. your heart and there's welcome to hell here's your accordion it's <laughs> oh, one of my favorites <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. i always a, think of that whenever yeah. i think of the accordion <laughs> absolutely <laughs> it's We're, a challenge the thing about the accordion is it's like very many instruments so you c- it can be played just awfully or it can be played beautifully you know mm. it just depends on who's doing it
1: yeah. yeah i definitely i've seen some like videos of people playing um yeah. in person Or not not in person, but I've seen people playing them and it sounds very good and everything. Now, I will say like bagpipes, that's one that I don't think you can say that about.
0: Well, interestingly, (laughs) this is funny because um, I come from a a family of uh, people who – like. well, my uncle in particular – but also the other members of my family, my mom and my brother and my sister, who um, we've sort of grew up playing folk instruments. And my uncle is a very good bagpipe player. That's awesome. Yeah, he's, he's in this band called Blozabella and they're, uh, <laughs> they're like, um, it's, it's like Celtic European dance music. Which is like not like not like music. <laughs> like actual kind of um with the bagpipes. Yeah, <laughs> like kind of country dancing type dancing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and they go out to they go out to France and Spain and they do these oh, wow. enormous. I mean, not for a while, obviously, because everything is going on. But yeah, but yeah. like um you know, in in normal times, they they played the a real big crowds out there, and they're all dancing. I swear to God. It's really difficult to describe it to some... Have you ever been to Europe? I haven't. No, it's right. on the bucket list, though. It's difficult to describe to um, a lot of my American friends because it's just so c- culturally different. Mm. But it's so cool. And they have... have the Bella, their band, is this big band that has, like... um. There's saxophone players, bagpipe players, there's a hurdy. This tattoo I have on my arm is of a hurdy-gurdy. Yeah. And I have what, you know, those windy oh, things. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah they I've have a hurdy-gurdy player. And they have this amazing accordion player. He's called Andy Cutting, and he's one of the best accordion players in the world. Anyway, all these uh, fantastic um, instrumentalists. And then they make this beautiful folk music, which is actually sort of how I ended up kind of getting wanting to do more folky stuff and it's, you know, it's all kind of interwoven into killbillies yeah. and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. yeah. But, um, That's pretty cool. I think yeah. bagpipes, the one thing is, like, if there was a volume control. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I feel that. The,
0: every now and again on St. Patrick's Day, sometimes one of the bagpipe players wants to play with us. They'll, like, get up and they're always, like, a quarter tone flat. <laughs> so there's like no way of playing with the band with them, and it always sounds like a complete train yeah. wreck. But it's fun. Though. You gotta make sure. You gotta make sure it's an outdoor venue. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only times that bagpipes come out in the US is weddings, funerals, Funeral, and St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty right. Much. Uh, and they don't come out a lot more than that. In uh, you know, in in the british isles either but you know there are some sort of corners where where folk music and stuff is played and so they're a little bit more common over there yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah so why don't we get into these questions why did you start playing musically <laughs> A big well, question
1: yes right you know i um i think i listened to a bunch of different bands when i was younger and for some reason i just really got drawn towards the electric guitar cool um Do you and have, like,
0: did your mum and dad listen to music
1: Uh, They did. They did, but they didn't really listen to rock music or punk or anything like that. So that was kind of more me. And I I guess I don't really remember who I first listened to or or how I kind of got inspired from that. But um, I wanted to learn the guitar. And uh, so, yeah, for my 11th birthday, I went with my dad to House of Guitars in New York. And, you know, I could have gone with a little like Squire. Strats or whatnot yeah. brand new but was, I was that like, on the road
0: where back in the day when there was that road of music shops and there was like Sam Ash and all that stuff
1: oh, on wow, the same yeah. road it was no so not New York City right gotcha <laughs> <laughs> But that sounds like heaven. Oh right? my god! <laughs> it don't, I don't think it's there anymore. I went. To Manny's. I
2: went did, you, did you ever been to Manny well, when it was open? Manny's music
0: store. No. Well, maybe yeah. by was it in New? In, it was in New York City. York. Yeah. I think I, I. You know what? I have been there, but it was a really long time ago, and I don't remember a huge amount about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It was just like a the wall place. But right, it was just yeah. so like. Is it iconic. on that street? With the if it's on that street. Yeah, I Yeah, it's there. on the street. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I went. Uh, there, yeah, yeah. yeah. they just there. closed down because of COVID. No, they've been closed. Okay. Yeah, that road a long time everyone got priced out you know when yeah, Manhattan exciting. started getting more and more expensive mm, that road just crazy. kind of had this dissolved I went there in October of 2001 mm. so it was right after there, yeah. the, the terrorist attack oh wow yeah, yeah. and the place seemed like dazed like I had like you know, birds tweeting around its head you know everyone was kind of like whoa everyone, yeah. everyone was being really nice to us and 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 there was this crazy sense of community everyone was just like Wanted to talk to you, you know? Yeah. It's, it was a really strange atmosphere. And it was like, so we flew over, and there was like eight people on the plane. You know what I mean? Because no one wanted to fly. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, understandably. Oh, yeah, that was, you know, it was a... Two was decades ago. Really yeah, for yeah. real. Yeah. It was an interesting trip, that. Yeah. That was the first time I ever came to the U.S. Oh, wow.
1: Mm. That was a good thing you landed. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, uh but Yeah. yeah. So, Getting I, back to your music. Yeah. So you got your guitar.
0: I did, what I happened did. Then?
1: Um you know, the first song I learned was Sound of Silence by right. right, Simon Garfunkel. My dad my dad did play guitar, um and so he had an acoustic and he had a couple of song sheets in there. Yeah. And I remember it's this orange piece of paper, it had Sound of Silence on there. So it was just like learning the basic chords there. I couldn't play it now for you. Right. Yeah. But I'm sure if I listened to it I could. But like uh that was just the first thing that really cooked. Ca- kind of got me rolling sure. and everything. I think, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, yeah, Simon and Garfunkel has
0: definitely played a big part <laughs> in my upbringing. At first, when you hear them when you're a young teenager, it's just, you know, bewitching, isn't it?
1: Beautiful yeah. music. Oh, My dad yeah. still had the records and everything, so I listened to some of his older stuff. He would, like, talk me through it. It's kind of cool. Yeah,
0: awesome.
1: But, uh, but I think, you know, I didn't really start writing music for a while. I right. I wrote poetry when I was younger, like middle school, um and uh, early high school and all that. But it, it wasn't really until, like, maybe mid-high school that I started writing music. And okay. the, with that, I started um, playing a little more guitar as well. And yeah. I haven't—I'm not a formal guitarist. Like, I haven't had any lessons or anything right. like that. Um but I'm I'm able to. Do
0: you play any chords in a funny ways? I taught myself how to play guitar at the beginning, and I taught my like <laughs> E in like a diagonal line. Like I have my, these two fingers are the wrong way around. Yeah, and so now I have to think to not do that. Oh, like when yeah. I'm teaching, Most I can memory. do both ways, just yeah. the same. Yeah, but like you know, my natural way is to do is to do the wrong way.
1: Well, I think so. Was it when people play bar chords and stuff? Uh, it looks like they're giving everyone the bird, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, I just like always curl my finger back. So sometimes it's the major, sometimes it's the minor. But like so that Give everybody like, some free birds, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like the opposite of of the free birds, right? <laughs> but I would say like maybe that's the only thing. But right. gotcha. um, but yeah. So I, I mean, I for a while there, I was really considering myself more of a songwriter than a musician. And, yeah, and I, I think I finally. You know, got in my head when more people were like, "Oh, so you play guitar?" I'm like, yeah, "Well, yeah, okay." <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Um, and now at this point, obviously, like you know, we're getting paid—not getting paid a lot, but we're getting paid, right, sure, yeah. <laughs> to play music. Dude, so get, I guess you could say, professional if someone pays you any
0: amount of money yeah. to play music, I think you're going yeah. to claim pro musician. Exactly. So. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: especially, you know, I think that's kind of been not a turning point for us, but it's it's um, enough for me to really feel. Like a sense of fulfillment, or, or you know, I'm part of something that's different. Yeah, you man. Know, before it was, I would play my songs and I'd do some open mics or some like acoustic shows or stuff like that. But now I've got you know three guys with me and we're all we're all doing our own thing, kind of into one sound. And that's cool. And people are liking it. So, I mean, that's well, about you Scott? Dream, How did you right? get into playing music?
2: So um, my father, he plays keyboards. Actually, I think he was on. I think he did something here for you guys, uh, the On Street. Monday band. Like oh, He yeah. plays the keyboards. You yeah, know? yeah. we've a Funny guy. Yeah,
0: yeah, because yeah. I book the bands up at Handlebars. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they play their I own book, golf. Yeah, That's I cool. met him last month. and I. Um, oh, very cool, And yeah. Terry, who's the yeah, yeah. singer, Yeah, I taught her how to play bass. Oh, how cool, man. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah.
2: So my dad was kind of like the musician of the family, and I remember just as a kid, I might have been like, Eight? I don't really remember, but I remember like going to this music store and looking around, just being dragged along. As I had two older brothers, and we're just like in there and we're looking around. And my dad buys this drum kit and he brings it home. And I'm, I'm looking at him like, this guy's weird. Like, why is he buying a drum kit? Right. And like, he sits it, sets it up, and he's like, hey, so you're going to learn how to play the drums. And I'm like, uh, what? He's like, I, I don't play drums. Like, I don't play anything. You know, he's like, no, you're going to play the drums. Okay. So he, he kind of, like, said, give it a try. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. He's like, just do this. Like, he taught me a really simple beat, like... Cool. So I was like, I can do that. Yeah,
3: yeah. And then
2: uh, when I started listening to, like, oldies, I used to listen to oldies a lot with my right. dad. So, like, nice. hearing the songs, I used to, like, in my head, be playing, like, mentally, like, be playing sure. the drums. Yeah. So then when I said the drum kit, I'm like, oh, I can do that, you know, and I just picked it up, you know. Cool. But um, then, like... You get a little bit older and like they're like oh you want to take piano lessons and i like fought it tooth and nail like <laughs> i hated
0: piano yeah i remember uh, i remember like do it, I, I used to come up with all manner of lies to get out of practicing yeah, my piano. it, it was I, terrible I, yeah some really I, elaborate lies
2: i made it through like one like recital like christmas recital and i played and i was like ner- so nervous and like sweating is like i hate playing the piano that much <laughs> and like <laughs> And then afterwards, like shortly after, like a week later, my brother was driving home. I, my my older brother He was driving home, and he spots this guitar in a trash can. And he grabs it. He's like, "Hey, Scott, you want this?" And I'm like, "Oh, well, wow. sure, okay." And he and he's like, "Yeah, you can have it." He didn't want it, you know. So I'm like, "Yeah." So I sat down with it, and I went to a friend's house, and he taught me like a really simple lick on the guitar. But before when I would look at a guitar as a kid, you see all these lines and stripes and dots, it's like intimidating, right? You know, you teach, so you know, like you look at it, you're like, what is this thing? You know? Geometry? (laughs) Like algebra? Like, you know, so me and math are just like, I don't want to deal with that. But it started making more sense. I'm like, well, if I can play a drum beat, I can kind of play like strings, you know, drum strings. And then like for some reason. I sat down for three weeks and my fingers were bloody. Like, I never moved from, like, just playing the guitar. And, like, three weeks from there, I was able to, like, play songs, you know?
0: Yeah, so neat. I don't know. I just picked it up. I think it's a really good example as well of, like, um, it just really reminded me of when I was a kid. Um, you know, my parents would buy me nice toys, train set or whatever, like, and then the thing, they'd find me – they find me sitting there playing with a piece of dust and a bottle. exactly, cat, you know? yeah, <laughs> and my kids like, play
2: with like cardboard boxes more yeah. than they play with toys, it's, yeah, it's yeah. definitely a thing, yeah, yeah. And
0: so so you got bought this drum set and you weren't interested and then and then and then someone gives you a guitar out of the garbage, and you're like, yep, that's the thing that's, that's <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: and you know I that thing served me well, well I
0: learned you a lot know,
2: so
1: yeah. my first guitar, I didn't get one of those like nice you know uh Esquire strats or whatnot. I got the Yamaha imitation fat strat that gotcha. already had, like, chips knocked out of it, but it was red yeah. and black. Oh, yeah. Right? So that's that pretty was, rock and roll. That was the thing. It's like, no, I yeah. don't want something that's pristine. I want something yeah. that's kind of beat up and all. I remember <laughs> when I
0: got my first guitar. I It was, uh, it was when that movie Wayne's World... Came yeah. out, and I persuaded and, and <laughs> oh, yeah. my <laughs> my dad to buy me a, a Mexican Strat. And it was the it was like the cream one that's in that show. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 <laughs> and it had like on the back, had like a little Wayne's World, Wayne's um, World. like little plaque there on the back. My brother has it now. I, I it's his house in Bristol in the UK. I, at some point, I'm going to kind of get him to ship it over to me but but yeah that was I remember getting that and just being in love with it I remember the first couple of weeks I like slept with it in my bed I'd be practicing (laughs) and then I'd wake up and I'd be like still holding it (laughs) I was obsessed with music when I was a kid Uh, um yeah that's cool so um do you guys when you how does the writing work is it does it all come from you or how do you flesh it out
1: um I mean so far Yeah, so a lot of the songs that we play are songs that I've written either, you know, like college or or a couple years. A couple of them are new ones, right? So um, Ignite the Future, which you guys are going to hear in a little bit, that one I wrote just a couple months ago. But, um, you know, Scott wrote the solo on that. Right. Uh, Josh brings in the drums. Ron brings in the bass. Um, What do you do structure-wise? Is that already all... Locked down. Yeah, that's me. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> that's me. That's it, quite rare. And you know, we've tried we've tried a couple of writing sessions and I think yeah. we've got a couple of different things. Um but in terms of like complete songs and all, it my my motif is I sit down with an unplugged electric guitar. I just kinda like I get in my head or whatnot. And yeah. uh I'll just hit record on the phone or whatnot. And um That's cool. That's awesome. And generally it's pretty cool. That's quick.
0: how Justin writes too. Justin writes complete songs and then teaches them to the band. Yeah, yeah. He, Justin's the, yeah, I mentioned before, is the owner of LMC and he's currently hiding behind the curtain. <laughs> the <band. laughs> yeah, quite literally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah so I, I find with me when I write that I come with like three quarters of the thing or like two thirds of the thing and then have you know and then we flesh it out as a band so it tends to be how I've always done it I think I like I'm not really I'm like a bit more of a big picture guy you know I come with yeah. like a good hook and like most of the lyrics written you know yeah. and then we kind of flesh out the details but it's interesting you know when you have that whole other approach where it's like you come with almost a finished product you know?
1: Yeah I mean so we're still we're still a pretty new band right yeah. so we yeah, When did you start? Um, Technically, so I got together with our drummer, Josh, in uh, October of 2020, and we got Rowan, and then Scott came on January, and we had our first show in January. Actually, we had our first show two weeks after Scott came on, Mm -hmm. and uh, so he learned like five songs in five days. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. so where did you
0: guys play What was your first show
1: it kelsey theater it was a battle of the bands and oh, we won it so hell yeah yeah right <laughs> so, <Hell> yeah. um <laughs> it was kind of crazy you know um we we had all these songs we played our five song set or whatnot and yeah. it came down to a tie with another great band out there and um and they called us back for an encore, and <laughs> we were sitting back there in the green room, and said, uh, "Oh, I packed my stuff up." He did. He did, I, he I, did I, it intentionally, and well, so I did too. I followed it, it
2: him. Was, no, Aries <laughs> to, to heaven, and they do like a Led yeah. Zeppelin cover. <laughs> They're awesome, you know. I'm yeah. like, dude, we lost. Let's yeah. just like let's pack up our stuff and go home
0: because. <laughs> i was tired anyway <laughs> right,
1: <laughs> was like, yeah. he said if we put no, our I guitars the in the car and had, i said
0: have dude have if we pack it
1: away they won't <laughs> ask us to come back on stage you're, you're that was
0: my like, thought try, trying to sort of mitigate the the pain of not winning a little what? bit getting, getting well, no, no, that no no, no 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 i
1: i, I, I was having fun. i wasn't really thinking that i was just <laughs> thinking like you know we had fun and all that sort of stuff it was He's like let's pack up the guitars okay all right so we did and then they came back and they said we want you guys to like Play, play another song play another one right. and i said well scott you don't know any I of put our other song songs way down
2: the street, yeah right. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we were
1: like well we're not going to do this we're not going to play you know a, a different song without one of our band members so we right. went out and we actually played one of our songs again and this time he jumped off the drum set and like all that sort of stuff you know yeah. it's original music so yeah. the, the other guys pe- went doing that well uh, i think there was one guy who did a couple of original songs okay. but um the sound guy was also doing lights and stuff and so for our show when we were up there the first time, like, we didn't have anything spectacular because he didn't know our stuff. But yeah. the other bands, it seemed like he knew every single, like, solo's coming, so we're going to, you know, right. all that. Yeah, he so, did as good the second time. The second really time, did, they he had heard the yeah. song, Songbird. And so they they brought out all the stops, and the lights were, like, more coordinated. It was a lot of fun. And it, that was kind of, like, you know, I felt... Like, I'm about to show you the video sometime because really. it's just yeah, so funny. <clears> you
2: see Lee like playing, and then all of a sudden, you see this like, like guy jump out of space, <laughs> like and
1: land and spin around. Yeah, and cool. know, he's he's spinning just around. Like, and then you spun your Gresh and dropped it. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was On fun. purpose. And I was like, I mean, you got to give him a shot. When you know? I saw like, that like, yeah, it. like yeah, yeah, you know. But so, Can like, you do
0: the thing where you spin it around your body? I, I used all to right. do that. So I'll do that anymore. So I can't yeah.
1: remember that guitar, the yeah. the red guitar, my first guitar, that's, like, been all being up? Yes. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. I, but, we played yeah, with a I lot. That, yeah.
0: <laughs> back in the day when I played with Sonic Boom 6, we played with, like, you know, a lot of the kind of like um, that kind of punk bands, like post-hardcore, sort of emo, emo-core, like metalcore-type bands. And it's for a, for a minute there, there was a window of, like, a year or two where every single one of them was doing that thing. You know, it's a
1: cool move, man. I never figured I, it out. I haven't done it live. Right. I, no. I, this was like, <laughs> I wanted to see, can I do it? Can I do it? And I got strap locks and everything, but yeah. whenever you sometimes buy strap locks, locks don't, don't, don't the work screws, yeah. the screws suck. <laughs> like yeah. you need to get different screws because I threw it. And I threw it. And, like my friends got this loose, super yeah. old, like potato phone video of me doing it. Right. right, right. And, uh, <laughs> and so I throw it I'm like alright cool alright cool and then I go the other way alright cool once more and then splat ah. like the guitar goes out. It just pulled right out so yeah. but either way no I mean like Scott really pulled out all the stops on on that one and we played it really Sick. well and everything and, and that's the song that's coming out
0: that's cool so. man people can kind of tell when you're like you know hungry you know <laughs> like when you're sort of ready for it and, it and it comes across in a live performance some of the best performances I've ever done is when we were late to the place. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Got to make up for it. Anxious and like Got to make up for it. Where's my cable? <laughs> yeah. Where's my Mogami? <laughs> I'm not suggesting anyone should <laughs>
0: That's funny. A little bit of inside baseball there. We were running around looking for a cable earlier. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, uh, um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. I'm not in any way suggesting people be late for gigs. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a terrible oh, thing no. to do. But yeah. Anyways, so... um. Yeah, it's an interesting writing process. So the other thing that I wanted to talk about is you guys self recorded, right? Yeah, yeah. With, and yeah. you recorded, right? Scott? Yeah. Yeah. Can yeah. you tell us a little bit about your setup and stuff? Oh
2: yeah, sure. So uh, about my setup or about just
0: uh, the whole thing? Re- You're re- recording the record and how you recorded it.
2: Oh okay, cool. Yeah. So um, I have a bunch of old, I'd say old equipment. It's not super old, it's nice, but it's yeah. just older because I used right. to like run a little studio and um, cool. I moved up. I'll kind of give you the short version, but like I used to do something in Jupiter at a a little studio called Sacred Heart Studios. Yeah. And I used to do like record little, you know, things here and there. And um, everything from like voiceover work from like people that sold billions and billions of albums. There's a guy named James Lost. Lost. James right. Last, uh, famous dude, if oh, you ever yeah. look him up. Yeah, 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 i yeah, read James Last. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He came and did some vocal, you know, I recorded Burt Reynolds before he passed away,
0: doing wow. some vocal, yeah. Well, you, you met Burt Reynolds? Yeah, he was awesome, That's dude. so cool, he's such a hero of mine. I love that he was He good.
2: was so cool and chill, but yeah. super funny, too. Like, I bet. Yeah, I was, I was so surprised, and uh, when I met him, you could tell he was, still, he was getting kind of deteriorating a little bit, you sure. know, but but he was still there, dude, and he was, he was awesome. He oh, was oh that's cool. awesome. So, uh and then everything from classical music to like hard rock and hip hop—you name it—I just did whatever I could do. Yeah. But a little background, like so, I went to uh, Full Sail University, like yeah. for audio engineering and stuff. And uh, you know, I was talking to I think Justin earlier, like you can learn it just as good sitting in there in your in your room, just taking yeah. time. It's really just access. It's just is the it's main time. Thing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. if anything, it just sped up the process. But right, like yeah. the reason I got into recording is because I was like 16, and there was like a small like music label in the area. And I landed like a deal with them doing some recording stuff. But when I was in the studio with the engineer, I would get frustrated because like, I wanted to have real drums and right. I wanted to have like real guitars and sure. I wanted to be miked. I yeah. wanted to do everything like direct and all this other stuff. And it it just didn't sound right. You know what I mean? Just yeah. didn't sound right. It you don't suck the life out of if it. If you have a beautiful microphone, you don't plug your acoustic guitar in, right? Like yeah, you yeah. mic the Absolutely. acoustic guitar. So like well, at least like, do
0: both. Like, right? The, yeah, 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 yeah. You could do both, but yeah. it was
2: not. Yeah, you know, it was just like scratched my head. I'm like, this can't be right. because That's not <laughs> how I want the sound, you know. Yeah. So that got my gears turning and I started like producing my own stuff, you know, back then. And then going to school definitely like helped that. And I yeah. had some bands that I played in stuff, and I did that's some... Cool,
0: I'm going to pick your brains about that stuff later. You were mentioning a mic earlier that, that piqued my interest. Yeah, you'll, you'll love it, yeah. It I'm made sure. a big
1: difference for me. It,
0: it did, and
2: the cool thing about the <laughs> microphone, I'll, I won't talk too much about it right now, but, like, you could change and decide, well, that sounds best for his voice compared <coughs> oh, to the other cool. one. So it was nice. You could do it after the fact, you know, after yeah, so cool. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Okay, software comes yeah, with microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's badass. Yeah, it's really cool. Cool, but, man. But, um... So, so yeah, how do you album, record the drums and stuff like that? Just
2: yeah, yeah. So what what I prefer to do is to like mic a kit like this and then sound replace.
0: Right. So um, gotcha. Yeah, I that's, do. So, a little bit of that. As yeah. Well. Yeah.
2: Just to kind of get the live cymbal sound and, and yeah. that type of thing.
0: You get like like super awesome kick and snare samples. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. Or just blend them. You know, you can right, always yeah. you can always do more or less, but it just depends on the song, right? So yeah, like, yeah, it just depends
0: on what you're going for. But, um, you can get lost in that. Sometimes <laughs> you are crazy. <laughs> oh my god, drums! Yeah. You know, what yeah. I mean? especially if you, especially if you didn't record the drums really well. Mm. It's like you, so I've spent the most ridiculous amount of time on poorly recorded drums yeah, I've just sat there for days sometimes it's definitely taught me the, the hard way the lesson to get it right the first time yeah. actually record them well record you know? it well yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. mean
2: it's like a paintbrush all these microphones are just tools you know so it's like yeah. well what kind of paintbrush do I want to use for this And yeah. it's such a great enna- you should
1: write music <laughs>
2: I should uh, so yeah, I do. I did a lot of writing for myself. So I, I had my studio in Jupiter, but then I ended up moving to Tennessee for a while really? and, to, and took a stab at just writing and pitching for, like, TV, film, and commercial. Right. And I've I've gotten some placements through that. And um, oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. It's awesome. great. Um, yeah. Then I decided I got to find a way to put my wife at home and, like, make <laughs> yeah. real money. So yeah. so I started uh, getting into some other things. You know? Yeah, so. sure. Um, so I still keep all that musical knowledge, but I work my business, which is uh, doing, like, hearing testing, and I fit people with, like, hearing aids and stuff. So gotcha. I go from, like, make rocking custom people. custom earplugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can make there you custom go. plugs
0: and yeah. stuff. If you want some custom earplugs, <laughs> yeah. go, see, uh, go see Scott.
2: Yeah, there you go. So I, <laughs> Premier hearing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I go from, like, rocking out to, like, making people go deaf to having to treat their hearing <laughs> <calls>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's the yeah. cause and the solution. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, I get both, right? Yeah, so, that's uh, great. Yeah. But yeah, so I still have a lot of that equipment, and it was like a no-brainer. He's like, "Oh, we want to do something." Like, yeah, we can do that. So it's like you know, uh, in whatever time that we had, we just kind of threw it together more or less. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So I think I, I will say this: is we do play a couple of Scott songs as right. well. Um with uh, with the band. Yeah,
0: and um, and did was it the same situation? Just kind of like Scott brought the song and you
1: play it how? Yeah, is. yeah. Well, with, with these, like, I think with
2: some of them, yeah, yeah. But I, I'm always kind of like I'm. Be- pretty relaxed when it comes... Because a band brings a different thing to it, you know? Sure. And, like, to me, like, it doesn't have to be played exactly the way it was recorded because there might be something that the bass player does or the drummer does that's like, oh, that's cool. Let's try Let's, yeah. like, work yeah. on that a little bit. And I think we kind of do that with your we stuff, do. Too, We do. There know? are
1: certain songs where it's kind of like, well, you know, this is, like... There's a reason that I wrote it this way. And with Josh, our drummer, that was something that um, – it took him a little bit. When we first started playing together, he's like, I don't know why you do this. It was always kind of like either an extra measure or like a stop at a certain oh, point. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I don't know why you do this. And coming from a drummer, that's kind of like <laughs> – you know, um, <laughs> why do you stop there? Like, <laughs> you should do something. And then, you know, the more that we played together, the more he's he uh, told me, he said, you know, I understand why you do it now. Like, right, gotcha. you've got this certain style that you have, and it yeah. makes sense, like it fits. So yeah. that was kind of like... You can be, but it's so funny. There's a couple <laughs> of things with Kilberlies like that where there's bits of the
0: songs that, that, um, that the other guys sort of, they sort of, like, subconsciously disagree with and this sort of never really do, you know? <laughs> <laughs> a couple of stops here and there and yeah, songs where yeah. it's just like, nah,
1: we're not going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> every so often there's, like, there's an important part. It, yeah, yeah. Stuff. So, like, there's I one do song that we have, where it's like, well, you need sure. to, we need to play it this way because that's what makes a song. If everyone's playing it one way and then one person isn't, then it's kind of like, well, we all, you know, get on the same page. But yeah. for the most part, like, with the songs, I'm not a very... I guess, technical bass player, and I haven't played drums in a very long time. So last year, I actually put out a couple of songs under a different name, Heartform, right. and they're, I mean, the recording's pretty not great. <clears throat> but, <laughs> yeah, <nice. laughs> but um, but you know, I, I think I held my own, right? Yes.
0: And it's just but that, that's for... Um was it just because you had all these extra songs and you were just trying to get them out there, or, well, or no, was it to kind of learn how to? Were you experimenting just with playing drums? But it was just a fun project. Yeah, it, it was a fun project. You know, right.
1: it's I. Um, I was putting together all these hard drives because I had just gotten a new computer. Yeah, and. For some reason, I was like, you know, I haven't written in a long time. I don't have that much music, et cetera. I put it all together. I'm like, wow, I've got 78 songs. Like, I probably should do something Damn. about that. 78? Yeah. That's like, a lot of well, songs. over the years. This is from, like, high school up until, right? Yeah. And I had written even more recently than I thought I had. So, cool. you know, I should do something about that. And that's really what kickstarted started all of this. And I started um, putting together my own home studio, and um, I got Reaper, which is a DAW yeah. and everything. I had had Cool Edit Pro, which was like before Adobe Audition bought out Adobe Audition. Like right. I had a super old version of
0: that. So, you know, something I I just reminded me of is. is uh that um, one of my friends was, that Justin was talking about uh, last week is that he was talking about fruity loops and, and the kids <laughs> that he was talking to about it didn't even know what that was he, right. He, right <laughs> he was like yeah. FL Studio. It stands for fruity loops. And I was like, oh right. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> but so I just uh, I started putting that all together and the first song that I actually put out I um, I had written it was a a parody of. Um, Plain White tees. Hey There, Delilah, right? Yeah, yeah. But I call it Hey There, Barbara for one of my coworkers who was retiring from a job. Gotcha. Uh, it, it ended up, like, not sounding like it at all. But it was a great Did way to kind of, like, learn it? the software. Hey there, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> I could scan. Yeah. Hey there, Barbara. What's okay. it like to be retired? <laughs> yeah, That's so, funny. It's but great funny. no, it's, uh, yeah. yeah. But either way, so it, it got me kind of started on the recording aspect of it all, and, um, Cool. And, uh, yeah, so I, I got together with Josh. We got Rowan. We got Scott. That's um, a rabbit hole recording. Man. Once yeah, man, for sure. But I will say, so, you know, everyone does bring their own bit to the songs. And Me. like I said, when I was recording and all, if you listen to the bass lines, the bass lines are like straight bass. You yeah. know, there, there isn't a any licks or stuff like that really with it the drums are you know modified beats and stuff (laughs) they're they're not it's nothing impressive right so but now what all the guys bring to the songs and what we've crafted into like what we're recording and what we're we're producing is uh something that takes a bit of all of our styles and puts it into this like framework this all of the lyrics and and uh ultimately, the product, the song. Yeah, that's and excellent. And, and just you, you played all me together. a bit
0: of, of your um, new single that's coming out. What's it called again? Yeah, Songbird. Yeah, Songbird. Uh, you played me some of that and it's recorded excellently and it sounds really good. Yeah, thank you. Oh, thank <yeah. laughs> you. So, <laughs> it sounds legit, yeah, man. Yeah. I just love the fact that, I mean, it's not like you're an amateur. You've done a course in it, but I just love the fact that, you know, recording is somewhat accessible these days. Yeah, you know, for sure. You can actually do it. Yeah, I like, can come up with stuff that, can pretty much stand up against you know most anything else like it's awesome yeah. i right. um yeah i do the you know i do the recording bands in my second bedroom as well i've been doing that for a long time you know this guy's vibes farm this guy? mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of reggae bands around here that oh yeah there's like a million years ago. <laughs> yeah 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 but, um yeah cool so this next question is always a fun one um do you practice your instrument at home these days? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Awesome.
1: yeah, no, it's um, – in fact, so we normally practice on uh, – today's Wednesday, right? Yeah. We're recording it on Wednesday. This thing goes out later. But normally Wednesday is our practice night. Yeah. Um, so we get together at the shed and, uh, and we run through the set list. We work on some new stuff or, or whatnot. Um, at home, yeah, I, I do practice because I want to get up there and – not make a mistake you know I, yeah. and also you know i like mistakes yeah. <laughs> <They're> beautiful <laughs> but, yeah, jazz. Yeah. but then playing and singing too is i mean that's a whole nother challenge and so yeah. um you know scott scott plays most of the lead in the songs but i got a couple solos yeah and then for yeah. some of his songs i play the lead and and all that so when you're up there and you're playing i don't want to be thinking about what my fingers are doing i want to just be feeling the song more so the more that you Practice through, and you play the songs, and it may. If someone rides with me in my car or something, and one of my songs comes on, they might think like, "Oh, you're so self-centered." It's like, "No, I'm trying to like learn it inside and out, and yeah, every little bit."
0: I got Spotify playlists of you know the No Name Scar (laughs) Band set and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, over again. Yeah,
1: and I also enjoy it, right? So, but
0: (laughs) there are some people who don't like listening to their own
1: music. I I quite like it.
0: I mean, this depends. It depends. You know, there's certain Periods of my music that I will enjoy
1: listening to. It. Oh Actually, yeah, the yeah, further away yeah. it is, the more <laughs> yeah. I
0: like listening to it. Cause, really? Yeah, because uh, oh if close no. to <laughs> <laughs> No, we
1: were just we were just doing this um, the other day. We tried to dig through, through some, some of our old stuff, yeah, and I said, yeah. "All right, you want to hear the first single that my band like in high school? I was part of a band called Eleven stuff? Complaints." <laughs> right. and I said. Someone once described this to me as it sounds like the drummer is playing on kitchen pots and pans. Like <laughs> I said, literally, it was a microphone in the middle of a bedroom, and that's right. how he did it. And he was yeah. sitting there, he was like, eh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, like, <laughs> like, it's cringy. He, he, he got the Force Whitaker, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, but you know, that's where you start, it yeah, is, uh... totally.
0: We'd, we had this <laughs> mini disc of um, so the first time um, my band Sonic Beam 6 played, uh got were recorded was this um one of the sound guys it was back when mini discs were a thing mm-hmm. <laughs> and they um and, and they recorded our set onto mini disc. And I remember putting it in and just being just amazed by how bad it was. Just mm. like, oh my god, that's what that sounded like. I was like, it "Sounds better yeah. live." Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it definitely was a wake-up call. We got a lot better after listening to that. Yeah. Well, you know, I think vocals are another thing because sure. I, I really don't mind listening to my own songs, but vocals are—I mean, I feel like I can never get it right, and that's one thing where the microphone that Scott has. Makes a huge difference. I have like a, a blue spark or whatnot. Right?
0: Yeah, and, uh, the one with the little round thing. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And so like I use that. And I use that for all the recordings that I did last year. And I did it for um, with like no pop filter. And <laughs> well, no, I had a pop filter. <laughs> oh, okay. I had a, it just like I. I guess I didn't know proper like distance or anything no, like that. It but was it was only like. no to matter. Yeah. yeah, no matter what I could recorded just never really sounded that great but then i borrowed his setup Mm -hmm. and i ran it through my what is this mic let's talk about it uh
2: so slate you know the slate Slate digital right yeah Yeah. slate digital they make a the vmr so virtual mic uh whatever it stands for and um it comes with like so it has its own preamp it's like supposed to be Transparent, like a really, really clear, transparent preamp, and you plug wow. the microphone into it. Right. And then in the DAW, like I use, I run Pro Tools or yeah. Logic, whatever you're going to run. Yeah, I, then you the open logic. up like the VMR, like, you know, uh, plugin, and you can like tell it, well, uh, do I want it to be a Neumann? Do I want it to be, uh, you name it. You know, Sick. You, yeah. yeah. And yeah. they got different, you know, Telefunken, whatever you want it to be, you can change it, and then you can also change like what's in the chain. So you can decide, right. like, well, mm. Do I want like an EVE preamp or do I want an SSL preamp with yeah. this microphone? You can blend them all in together. You oh, know? sick! So, <laughs> it's probably been the best like money I've ever spent on a microphone because I used to own a U eighty seven a Neumann, really, which I loved,
0: right? Yeah, but the thing like, is, they're, they're like it, what's it like a thousand bucks or something? A Neumann, yeah.
2: No, that one was like almost it was like. 3800 something yeah, like okay. that it was yeah. expensive yeah the u- i knew it was low on
0: that yeah and
2: so anyways i had the u the u87 that i was using for like everything and then one day i a beat it like i a b the slate and i a b the u87 i kept going back and forth and i kept going back and forth i'm like there might be like a four percent difference but like my ear can't really hear it you know right. in a mix you can't tell the difference
0: sure you yeah. know what i mean but how like, much does the slate run at?
2: I think you can get it now for like 800 bucks. Right. Like, it's not. Yeah. It's like. For the set. I, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's a like nine or something Yeah, it's nine know. or a thousand or right, something right, like that. But, but you but could tell it to be whatever. And then you can get smaller microphones, like, then you could turn them into 57s or SBs or whatever you want. So, yeah, yeah. you know, you can do all that with it, yeah, too. That's awesome. Yeah, it's
1: it pretty is, sweet. Yeah, it was great. Like, when I recorded in basically. We used like, that and the and signal came through for flat guitars or whatnot. It, it just it made a big difference there and hearing myself back I'm like oh okay it sounds good <laughs> like, <Yeah>. that's cool <laughs> it wasn't as colored and then we were able to you know, yeah, know to specified the mic and all that sort of stuff it came through it was like okay so that actually sounds like my voice yeah not yeah. like someone's uh you know if you're singing it sounds very stereo you know sure. what i mean like just yeah. Just I get it. Sound. So the,
0: the, album, the, the record, um, the single that's coming out, yeah. um, when does that come out?
1: Oh, it's coming out on the 17th.
0: Right. And everyone, I mean, we record this on the Wednesday night. But yeah, basically when everyone is hearing this, which is going to be Friday morning, <laughs> you guys' single song is going to be out. Yeah. Our song is going to yeah. be out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. This is like Spotify,
1: Apple Music, yeah. Uh, yeah. YouTube Music. All the places. Uh, everywhere, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, we, we have a song out right now. Change Your Methods. Yeah, i um, to Um And uh, that, if you go to Reverb Nation, that's actually a free download. Oh, great. Um, but, yeah, part of the reason we wanted to get that out onto, like, Spotify, Apple Music, all that sort of stuff is so that we can have the name out there so that when Songbird hits, like, people can, you know, gotcha. get it right away. Yeah, that's everything. great. But, no, so we're really excited for that one. I... I really enjoy that song. I wrote that yeah, in uh I think it like great, November, I think, of last year. Okay. And is when I kinda wrapped it up. Yeah, cool. And uh yeah, it's really exciting for people to hear it. It's I don't know. I think it's a banger, but <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's awesome. A little biased. So um on the subject of you and uh playing songs, why don't we have you guys play us a couple of songs? Yeah, yeah we'd yeah, love to let's do it. All right, let's get at it. All yeah. right.
4: years We'll break the weather, ignite the future. Didn't wanna hear it, so I'm packing my suitcase, I put on a new face, and I'm leaving this old place, he'll never be back. This town ain't big enough for the both of us cause everywhere I go. It I'm done traveling these sidewalks, retracing our steps. Your memory is haunting. I need to find rest. So I'm headed back home. Where people still care. I'll be free to live again. Cause you won't be there. So I'm burning our photos. The last thing to go I've given your ring away Now I'm hitting the road This town ain't big enough For the both of us Cause everywhere I go I come across these little reminders Little reminders of unrequited love Time to leave. I'm doing this for me. The future is clear. There's nothing.
0: So um, 561 Music uh, is brought to you by uh, Handlebars Bar and Grill. And uh, it's a restaurant bar in Tequesta, which is um, a small little – if you don't know it, it's basically a part of Jupiter. It's, bet- it's between Jupiter and Hope Sound. And um, if you just keep on going on US1 um, from Jupiter – North, it's about a minute and a half uh, up on your right there on the side of US One. You can't miss it, it's got a big yellow sign, says handlebars on it. And it's a biker bar. We have a whole bunch of music there. We have music um, on the second Thursday of every month, which is our bike night. And that's the you know, that's a great time. Everyone comes down and brings their bikes and stuff. And then we have um, on Saturdays from six to nine, and we have. People playing on Sundays from four to seven as well I, I sometimes go and do that as a solo thing and um, we have just a huge range of music because we're starting to get there now but we're at the moment we're just sort of putting on loads of different stuff and seeing what people like and seeing what sticks so it's an interesting time to come and check out the music there because for right now you never know what you're going to get I mean it does sort of lend m- more towards kind of like biker star music so you know it's more kind of rock and classic rock type bands but if that's your kind of thing come and check it out and uh yeah the food is great um and uh you've got bernsey in there he's the chef and he's a real character real cool guy and uh and jamie who works behind the bar is a delight we have um a whole load of um interesting um german and belgian beers on tap and uh yeah it's real cool you never know what you're gonna see there we have uh like um, rat rods show up and really cool, interesting old British bikes and stuff like that. So it's a good time and uh, and something definitely very unique. And also, it's been in the area for a real long time. So you guys should come and check it out. All right. Um, so that's handlebars. All right, guys. So that was
1: that was awesome. Um, yeah.
0: Can you tell us a little bit about the songs that you just played?
1: Sure. Sure. So, um, well, the first one there is "Ignite the Future." And uh, I wrote that – that's our newest song. Yeah. Um, I wrote that I met someone who, uh, you know, was kind of just – it seemed like they were really caught up in, in the past or, or something that, you know, was holding them back. Okay. And uh, so that song is really more about, you know, having the, the strength or, or like the faith that the storms are going to pass. Sure. You know, that, that you can get through stuff. Yeah. Um and uh, to like ignite the future is to nice like embrace it and and really kind of just make it forward. Company. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So start off as fire of the future, but they were like fire of the future. Yeah, like what's that mean? You're fired. Yeah, we're not Donald Trump. You're fired. make more sense now. Yeah, right. So, but yeah, so that one, you know, I there's a bit of poetry in there. Like the stars align across the ceiling, and and you know. Uh, through shades of ruby glass, so like looking at the world it. through you know rose colored glasses sure, and, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Um, but that one, for some reason, when we play it, we all we all just really like playing that one. You I think it's got like a, a it's just got a good like, like groove to it. You know, yeah. like I always want to start with
2: it, even though everybody's like, "No, we shouldn't start with that." But you know, if you don't know a band. And like they're playing something and it gets your head bobbing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it just does that. It just makes you wanna like mm, okay. And you're kinda listening to it. Yeah.
0: Know? That's I mean, I loved it. It's a real cool song and I and I'm gonna uh See you guys play it on the weekend, so I can't wait to see the yeah. real thing.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. 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 No, that one—it's definitely meant for like a full Electric band guitars, setup. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I gotta tell you that you know, for a band who doesn't always play acoustic or very rarely plays acoustic, you're very good at it.
1: So <laughs> don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, Came thanks. across really well. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Thanks. thanks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What was the other tune? Uh, about? The other song, so little reminders. That's why I left the Midwest, right? So right. that's that story is very kind of near near and dear and personal, um, real situation, all that sort of stuff. I've, uh that was you know, a beautiful song, I yeah. enjoyed that one. Just like walking everywhere seeing reminders of of someone and, and all
0: that. Um I know what that's like. That's yeah. you know, one of the reasons why I wasn't like it's one it's it's not I left England because my wife got a job here. That's the reason we came. But um but, like, there's definitely some things about, you know, it was kind of nice to get out of Dodge at the same time, you know? Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. That's kind of, you know, get out of Dodge, right? So the, this town ain't big enough for the both of us. Is yeah. You normally hear that and you think of, like, a Western or something like yeah. that. But town ain't big enough for the both of us, you know, because everywhere I go I come across little reminders. Right? I have a I've, – I've written – Like
0: a few songs about this very subject and it's near to my heart and I can totally relate to it and you you know the other side of that coin though is which I've explored in my songwriting is um, no matter where you go there you are
1: It's quite difficult (laughs) to escape from yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's for sure, too. Yeah. 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 But no, so, like, in general, just writing songs, I I tend to gravitate towards those sorts of things. So, relationships, trials, strife, but then also, like, encouragement. So, like, Songbird, the song that is released today right the 17th yeah um, that one's really about just like getting your wings and and uh you know someone who's timid or whatnot like it's okay you can go like yeah you yeah. know sing your song all that sort yeah, of stuff cool, man. So, yeah good stuff all right well um we have a little bit of a
0: section um, at the end of the show where we talk about people's gear. Yeah. And I like this, but um, Hector jokingly calls it, um, you know, my uh, sort of shopping hour. Um, <laughs> so we just go through people's pedals. So, uh, yeah, Justin, can we have a look at um, some of these pedals? Which one of you guys board is
1: this oh, one? Geez. Oh, that's Scott. Yeah, that uh, right. like <laughs> so,
0: I mean, this is what it k- kind of looks like
2: right now. Okay. It, there's a
1: lot of empty space. E- it's not normally empty. <laughs>
2: So, through,
0: so this is kind of mostly for the uninitiated. Can you just tell us, sort of in kind of layman's terms, what you've got going on there?
2: Yeah, so I got the tuner on the right side, like, towards the middle, and then it's going, I think, into the pitchfork. What I do is I kind of do this, like, octave above and octave below for only, like, one song that we actually play. Is it, like, what,
0: it, is it a solo type thing? It, it's actually, like, this big, it's open, like, like,
2: yeah, it's, like, this big, open, creepy sound. And oh, cool, yeah, like, just, it's, it's it, awesome. I tried, like, five different other pedals, and, like, this is the only one that did what I was looking for. Oh, neat. So that's, like, the only reason I have it, basically. Yeah. And then... It goes from there into the O C D, which is a full tone pedal, which I can't live without. Right. Um He's I tried. Think, <laughs> what is that? I tried. Be? Uh it's an overdrive pedal. Yeah. And um quite frankly, I think it's probably one of the best sounding overdrive pedals I've ever used. And mm-hmm. I, I tried using the Sunset Overdrive by yeah. Strymon. I've tried using all these different things and I keep going back to that pedal. The it's big, just fat, it's got like, it's got the bite too. You know what I mean? Bite. Like yeah, yeah, it's got the bite. So it's right. not just like it's big and gnarly. It just has a certain like
0: Nice edge to it. Yeah,
2: nice edge to it that I just can't put it down. And then the other one, the the other full tone, I I don't know what that is. Full tone 2, like a MOSFET. MOSFET. I can't really see it from there. But that's more of like like a slight overdrive. But, again, those have like a certain bite to it. I tried using other pedals, and I I kept going back to that one for certain.
0: um, That's good to know. I'm going to look into that.
2: Yeah, man. Um, The Strymon, that's the Deco pedal. It's like a tape. Saturation oh, cool. and it's a tape delay too, so I'll use that if I want to like do a little bit of slap back right. kind of like delay for, yeah. for an electric guitar part. And then the memory boy, everybody kind of knows the delay pedal. The memory boy is pretty classic, yeah. For um, sure. I had a different pedal that was like a tape, um, a delay, but I, I kind of wanted it for another board that I'm working on, so yeah, I kind of moved it over and I'm using this memory boy. As long as I can tap my foot on it and set the tempo, I don't really care, you know, sure. it's got a nice tone. Sound to it, and then I think the top right. Oh, a canyon. I mean, I'm using like send and ref- uh, you know send and return effects on the amp. I, right, but so I can't tell you exactly. I think from the deco it goes in, into the amp, but then um, I go into the delay after that, and then to that canyon. It's a Grand Canyon. And uh, Lee's the one that the reason why you see all these stickers is because yeah. Lee gave me the idea yeah. instead of marking your board, just put it on a piece of tape and yeah. then like yeah, so I was an idiot for years. I would just <laughs> make it a sharpie you yeah. know I was like, like you
1: don't do that I'm like no he
2: was <laughs> like, you don't do that he's like, no because I just assume i'm going to have everything forever, but since lately I've been like going through pedals like
0: you know
1: water <laughs> it's a
2: great
0: <laughs> idea, honestly, like it I, really is I, I should do that because yeah. like I, what, all I do is I set it where I want it to be and I just Bind the thing up with tape. Yeah, <laughs> but I should like put a little piece on there. And yeah, like,
2: yeah, you'll see my better. board next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I started using like O rings around the knobs to stop them from like um, sliding around, no, you know, because when you, when you move it around, yeah. it gets knocked around. You can see it on the stride in there. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can kind of see it. Well, kind of. It's black, uh, yeah. so it's yeah. hard to see it. They're black. That is
0: smart. Yeah. It, I'm going to do that. That's really smart. Whatever makes your life easier, right? In the sure. long run.
2: Because when you get a gig, you're like thinking about 10 other things. You're not thinking, oh, let me make sure all my knobs are set. Yeah, Especially if you're late for a gig, right? <laughs> I know and there's
0: always like, there's always like one connection and you can't figure out which one it is oh, that, yeah, when, yeah. not always but when something goes wrong with a pedal board it's so stressful because there's like a gazillion yeah, things yeah, that should yeah, be wrong with it you know exactly, what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. so I've been cross fingers oh I don't know why I'm saying this oh no it's going to bring me bad luck I, but I've been I've been pretty lucky lately you know with that stuff not gonna work. I've I, I well, just curse myself I can't believe I did <laughs> <that. laughs> yeah. alright Lee let's have a look at uh, yours
1: yeah so um you see a couple of the, the same pedals there that Scott has. I've got the, the pitchfork yeah, and the spark there. Like the yeah. I don't know, the spark mini, spark baby, whatever. Um I got my tuner, Korg, pitch black, which everyone whenever they see it, it's like God, that's a cool tuner. It is a cool tuner. Um so, I you that. and then the pitchfork, that's essentially my digital capo. That's how I use it. All um right. and uh certain things it's it's good for. If it's clean, it's doesn't sound great mostly if it's if there's distortion we can kind of get away, get away with it but yeah. uh, half the time I break out the capo anyways.
0: I see you using those knobs on the end is that um, I tried um Scott Gaylor, who's just a fantastic guitarist and a local guy. He gave me one of those of big knobs to put on the yeah. thing. The problem is I think the way that I use the my I, I thought it was just going to be the coolest thing in the world, but the way I use my um, freeze pedal, I I, th- I think I must ah, kind of like s- come onto it from the yeah. side, and yeah. then it doesn't catch the knob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
1: so the reason why I have those is to draw my attention to them, and uh, then also yeah, so that, that boss foot pedal at the top, I don't like how close the buttons are to each other. Right. Right? So... It's not like I have gigantic feet or anything. I mean, hey, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's easy to step on like channel two, channel three at the same time. So yeah. that's kind of why I've got channel three, which is my effects right there for just a couple of our songs. Cool. Um, I hit that, and so that's why that one has one he on doesn't there.
2: Doesn't need too many pedals. No. You just
0: got to keep it simple. You
2: I also don't some... want to hit the
1: pitchfork yeah. on yeah. accident. Is right?
0: that a volume swell pedal?
1: It. It is. It's the MVP. So there any ball MVP. So it does gain. And um, the way that I have it set is heel is rhythm, toe is lead. Cool. And then the spark is solo. So right. I mean, I could get away with the the toe down on the MVP for solo. And yeah. I like that better. It's to me, it just feels better when I hit it. But yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it's rhythm lead essentially is how I have it set up. And I love that. I love that. Um, yeah. It's yeah. a smart way of doing it. The board itself, I actually built. Yeah. So, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. we just it's, out of pieces of wood. Yeah. You yeah. uh, smell the it's varnish like, for, like, weeks
2: yeah, afterwards. Right. You come to yeah, practice did, and, I like, dude, enough, that smell? And I didn't like, do enough polycodes like, yeah, or yeah.
1: stuff. Yeah. It, and, but, you're you like, know, so it's it's a, yeah. a suitcase. It's like, dude, I think you're a little high off your
0: varnish. Firstly yeah. <laughs> feel kind of yeah. funny <laughs> Good yeah. stuff all right well um so the last p- bit in this show we talk about um like gigs that are coming up and stuff like that and um we are all going to be at the same gig this weekend aren't right, right? and so music.
1: is everyone who's listening right <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, one would hope so. So yeah. we're doing a five six one music event at um, Connolly's and it's from uh six to sorry hang on it's from no. nine to one. <laughs> and um, I'm going to get the fly. Oh, there's the fly Look, Perfect. Hey, Look at that. Hey. Justin saving the day there. And, yeah, so we've got uh, Sons of a Tradesman um, who are local boys around there. They're, they're um, going to be sort of, like, holding it down. They're, they're I guess you would call them the main attraction. Um, they're a fantastic band, aren't they, Sons of a Tradesman? Oh, I yeah, we yeah. played
1: with them. Uh, we opened for them at Matthews Brewing Company. Oh, cool. Uh, and uh, loved love their show, and they're stage like, presence is awesome. Yeah, totally, <laughs> man.
0: And then um, you got uh, Butch and the Fat Dudes, which is... Um, I uh, We share James with Killbillies, and also he's <laughs> in Euphobia. And I think... Um, Euphoria might have been on this show at one point as well, but unfortunately, um, yeah, they, not anymore. Yeah, they can't make it this yeah. time. Yeah, but um, we've got Sandman Sleeps, who are, they have a pretty new band. Um, uh, the Zach and uh, um, Zach Jones is in those guys, uh, and um, the other guys, who their names are escaped me this second, but they're really good. Have you heard them? I haven't, but I'm excited yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, we
1: played with Butcher and the Fat Dubes our last show. Yeah, in Euphobia at um Swampgrass Willie's but Simon yeah. sleeps I haven't heard them yet. I checked them out a bit and I'm really excited to watch they're them. They're really good and they're really cool too. Yeah.
0: They're yeah, like nice. they they're definitely like sort of uh, when I'm hanging out with those guys I don't I don't feel that cool. <laughs> 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 they're super, super cool guys, <laughs> I feel a little and, uh, less cool now. <laughs>
1: Um, Yeah, and uh, have you got any other gigs coming up? Yeah, yeah. So um, October 9th, we're back at Matthews Brewing Company, and we're opening for 46 and Tools. So that kicks off at 730 with us. Cool. Um, And I love that venue. Love that venue. Um, Second time that we'll be there. Nice. And um, then we've got, I think, Swampgrass Willies is coming up November 6th. Cool. And uh, with that, we've got Young Fiction, which is like a – uh, punk rock band that's yeah. that's been around a bit, uh, younger guys and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. definitely, definitely in that punk genre. Yeah, and I mean, uh, we got subject to change as well. You're
0: a, I mean, as far as my head is is kind of uh, sort of set in terms of sort of genres and stuff like that. To me, you're a punk band. I, I am. you know, when I hear <laughs> it, that's what it is. But you know, like, um, I, and I love it. And it's so nice to meet you guys and have you play some songs for us. I really enjoyed it. Um, we've got. We do always do a Kilberly Shameless plug on here as well. And, <laughs> nice. and our gig, we're playing at the, the King Crab Shack from 6.30 to 10.30. That's in West Palm Beach if you want to come and see us on Friday. So the day this comes out, we're playing. And then, uh, yeah, if you don't make it to that, then uh, all, all of us guys are going to be uh, down at Connolly's on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Mm, cool. So thanks so much for coming on, guys. Yeah, thanks yeah a pleasure. For thanks us. for having us. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. my pleasure. Only a pity Hector couldn't be here. But next time. <laughs> yeah. Next time. Yeah. That uh, sounds good, man. He's up. Five, Take a better scene. Six, it's what we're doing. One, Come and check it out. It's X. what we're all about.